Hey everyone over here at Absolutely Marvelland DC, Sal and I were just having an off-the-air discussion again and I decided to tell him to press record because it might turn into something useful. So if you are watching this because it went live, <laughs> please consider checking out our sponsors, Gamersups. Get yourself a waifu cup or you can get yourself into the AM and get yourself a nice shirt, super soft. They got plain ones, they got cool designs. I'm a fan of them. Use the code absolutely over there. Both are down below. So anyway, I'm making a video over at Comic Story entitled basically what has happened to DC because what I... I've been doing a lot of research on manga versus American comic books, which, for the record, anybody who wants to go ahead and comment the, oh, manga's winning because it's not woke, you're just discounting all of the accomplishments of manga, that's what my video's about. Let me tell you why manga's winning. But that's a different discussion. Today, I've also been doing research as to what has been happening in, in DC and Marvel comics. Why do we seemingly, as a community, not care? And no, it's not just... They're all woke because every time someone makes that argument, they make the exact same characters. And if you really think there's only eight characters in DC, that might be our problem. That might actually be our problem right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Because every time someone argues that argument, they bring up John Kett, Tim Drake, Harley Quinn, and Poison Ivy got brought up, which is funny because like back in 97, that was a thing. Like, yeah. uh, Sal and I just watched for Batwatch an episode of the holiday episode, and Poison Ivy and, Ar and uh, Harley Quinn are shacked up together. No, they, they're they they're are as close to together as they're allowed to be on network television. Yeah, no, they're <laughs> girlfriends because of that cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the, the comic books have finally caught up with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, what I'm getting at, though, is there's a lot more going on, and... One of the problems I think is happening, at least on the DC Comics side, is they seem to have forgotten what makes American comic books different from manga. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So doing my research on manga, a lot of their accomplishments come out of culture, society, acceptance, the fact that they have broken genres down. If you want a slice of life, go over here. If you want an LGBTQ, go over here. If you want superheroes, go over here. They are very good about separating and bolstering everything. Yeah. In, in American comics, we've only got superhero comics. And that's due to the Comics Code Authority. That's, that's what happened. Like, they weren't allowed to make horror books. They weren't allowed to make adult books. They weren't allowed to do anything other than just make superhero saving the day books. So now... Well, and superhero books also sold. Like, that was yeah, one of the that things was the other they reason. were like, well, I mean, that was where people were heading. Like, Western books were falling into dis... Uh, you know, dis... dis, 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 dis whatever. But, um... Yeah, Western books weren't very successful. Uh, romance books were falling into, yep. like, you know, passe. Oh, and that, and that, all, that, were, all, that yeah. boils down to, in America, at least until recently, comic books were always just seen as kids' things. Right. While in the, you know, manga, it's been like a cultural thing. Like, yeah. you read manga, regardless of your age or your biases or whatever, manga is just mm -hmm. accepted over there. So yeah. that's been a big problem we have in America. But what that boils down to is... And this is the point of the video where I wanted to get at after doing a bunch of mini rants that are all going to get individual videos and comic stories. So don't worry. You can argue with me all you want. It'll be up on yeah. the other channel. <laughs> put it in the comments. <laughs> in, the, in the comments. I, I ain't getting into some chat with you guys. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing that American comics do that does make them, at least in my opinion, one thing that excels beyond manga and is one of the biggest selling points is the interconnected universe. Yeah. That is like the biggest thing that manga doesn't do. Manga's got things where Chainsaw Man pops up in the back of a big scene in My Hero Academia, but they're not actually connected. Because when it goes to the anime, they got to cut that out. Right. So 
you know, like, that's the kind of thing that happens in manga. So My Hero is My Hero, My Hero Vigilantes, and, like, I think there's one other spinoff book. That's, that's the My Hero universe. That is all we have. Chainsaw Man is Chainsaw Man. Demon Slayer yeah. is Demon Slayer. They don't, they don't intermingle. They don't try to make that work. Yeah. One, one of the things that makes American comics work is the fact that we have this giant interconnected weaving tapestry of stories that shouldn't work. You mm. shouldn't have John Constantine working alongside Batman. Right. We shouldn't have Punisher and Captain America going on a mission together. Like, that <laughs> shouldn't be a thing, but it works. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to get at today. That's what I feel like we've kind of thrown out the window, at least at DC. Marvel's still kind of doing it, but they're kind of trying to figure out how they want to do it. I feel yeah. like recently they're trying to change it. Right. So what I wanted to get at is Sal in the last year, two years, DC yeah. has been going through a lot of financial issues, not because of failure of books. The books are all still selling. They're still on the mm -hmm. top 10. We still have all of it. It's because their parent company is pretty much bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not aware, DC is owed by WB and WB has straight up come out and said, we don't have money. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, they have money enough to keep making movies and comic books, but it's like... Two a year! They could do two! <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's rough. Um, and they're owned by Discovery, who's now taking the debt. So there's an issue going on. And with that happening, there was a lot of firings at DC. There was a lot of people that just kind of got let go for one reason or another, whatever the reason yep. is. And it yep. appears, from an outsider standpoint, that there's no real editorial control over what's going on at DC at the moment. Joshua Certainly. Williamson's kind of come in and kind of cleaned things up, but we had a whole right. two years where it was, things are just getting thrown out. And what I was saying before this, what led to this kind of intro and what's going on with this discussion, yeah. is we've got like 30 Batman books in the last year. And right. the Batman books aren't even interconnected properly. It's not like, not, yeah, like Detective and Batman should at least be kind of interweaving to an extent, right? And they so, straight up are not. They're completely they're two totally different runs, diverging stories. They technically take place in the same universe, but like there is no correlation. There's no. For example, just just for contrast, if you look over at Marvel. Jason Aaron's doing the Punisher run, completely yeah. new Punisher run, completely divorced from everything else, and yet also is story-wise able to be part of the Marvel Universe while still allowing Aaron to tell his Punisher story. Daredevil, completely original story, doing its own thing. Doesn't have to be connected to anything else. And yet, part of the Marvel Universe and Ergo is able to be part of it. And then you notice that Daredevil and Punisher are intersecting, and it's yes. because there was collaboration and coordination, even though they're completely different runs by completely different creators who had different ideas when they started. Like, Zdarsky and Aaron did not coordinate their runs when they started them, and yet they still managed to work together and make them work, and that's because of editorial collaboration and the efforts of the creators themselves. Right. DC isn't even close. The closest we've had right now is Joshua Williamson linking his own books into yes. his short Batman stint in Shadow War. Which, like, like I mean, like, I would hope so, right? I mean, like, but, and that's the thing, right? Like, you need the backing of editorial. You yeah. need the backing of marketing and promotions. You need the backing of your own creative teams. Like, you need to have everyone on the same page and on the same team when you want to execute something like a shared universe. And it's not, I mean, that's what made the MCU stand out and become the franchise that it is, is because yes. like, even the small interconnectivity, people were then looking for these things. That was something exactly. to be a part of. Mm -hmm. And that used to be how DC was. When we were all reading Rebirth, we're like, oh, Sal, did you read the latest Green Lantern? Because they referenced <laughs> Ma Ma Dr. Manhattan over here, but he's also right. popping up in the Superman book. And that, like all this stuff was interweaving. Yeah. And we don't have that now. Like, what was it? And, and the worst part is DC's gone all in on Batman. 
Like, yeah. all in. There's black label Batman. It. There's regular Batman. There's normal right. Batman, Detective Batman, Batman and Justice League, who's dead. Batman yeah. is dead in one book. And he's alive in another book where he yeah. just seemingly died again. <laughs> he's, it's worse than that. He's also alive in an event that's now over that takes place after the event that's happening right now <laughs> that also tells you that Batman survives and that that event ends with a happy ending. Yeah, like, yeah. We already know the end of Dark Crisis because of Flashpoint Beyond, right. which has nothing to do with, with, with Dark Crisis. But the writer decided to throw in that Dark Crisis is going to be okay. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. It doesn't matter. But, like, on top of that, I'm going to even pull up. I'm going to go to Comixology for the sake of this argument here, just to pull up all the recent releases. Because one thing that I noticed is people are talking like, oh, where's, where's this character? Where's that character? I don't know, because if they've come <laughs> out, they, like, I, I'm pretty sure most of them haven't even been coming out at this point. Because, like, they're just using Batman to push everyone at the moment. Like, yeah. the Harley Quinn story... Oh, no, that's a brand new Harley Quinn, apparently. Mm. Harley Quinn Uncovered is a new one okay. that just started. I didn't even know that. <laughs> but, like, this week's featured releases for DC. Yeah. It's Batman. It's... That's... Dark Crisis. Yep. Batman. I'm not even going through all the full names of the Batmans. I'm just saying no, Batman. Just, just <laughs> Batman. That's, we get it. Yeah. <clears throat> because that's what they want. They want you to see Batman and buy it, which I don't necessarily... Those are the only them. three books on DC under the Comixology new releases. Featured releases. <sighs> two Batman books that are... I know more than those came out, but... Yeah, just looking two, at the releases, like Wonder Woman, Son of Kal-El. The other one that is actually coming out is another Batman book, and it might be one of the biggest releases of the year, and that's Batman Spawn. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is, like, they're not interconnecting any of this. And that's what I think we're missing right now, that manga. Because like, if you go toe-to-toe -to -toe with manga right now, like, let's yeah. say we take Batman versus a manga release. Manga's going to trump it because it has people interested due to the rise of anime thanks to streaming. It yep. has the ability to end the anime early, and the manga continues the story. So if you're interested, you're going to go read it. You've already mm -hmm. been trapped into it thanks to Netflix giving you... Let's use Demon Slayer as an example because what I was reading is that it did, sure. like, $5 billion dollars. The, mm -hmm. the on 2021, which beat the entire Mar American comic industry. I don't know how true that is yet. I'm still doing my research. So yeah. this is like mid-research. But if that is true, Demon Slayer doubled the American comic industry. Demon Slayer came out with season one on... Uh, uh, so we're going to use that as our, 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 our control here, our example. Came yeah. out on Netflix and Hulu, season one. Ended it. You could then read to the finale in the manga. While yeah. they were making more of the anime, on top of that, now it is one cohesive story. There was no Demon Slayer restarts. So right. even though Batman's kind of doing a singular storyline right now because they're all separated, we also then get constant status quo resets. Yeah. While in Demon Slayer, there's no status quo reset. Yeah. Nezuko is getting more powerful. You know, Tanjiro's getting more powerful. And they're not just going to go... Man, I forgot how to do that Demon Slayer shit. Oh, well, back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's helpful and yet not to keep comparing Western comics to manga because they are two completely different things. Like, they are, you know, serialized, fictitious accounts of fake things that happen that are drawn by people that are published as books. But no, but what I'm saying culturally is culturally speaking, they're completely different things. Uh, they are, and I agree and, with you on that. But what I'm saying is by not doing interconnectivity, we're now getting very close to each other. 
Right, right. Just, oh, you're saying, like, yeah. it's just, they might as well just be like, oh, screw it. Batman's in his own universe. Superman's in his own universe. Yeah. And just have it be, like, one story that just keeps going forever. Yes. And just, just let it go. Because by getting rid of this interconnectivity, by getting rid of a Green Lantern book that tells what's going on on Earth while Superman flies between them, by, like, getting rid of what makes American comics work so much better, in my opinion, than manga, because as much as I love manga, when I get into something, I want to read more. So when right. I get into Batman, and Batman talks about John Constantine, I go read Constantine. And Constantine runs into the Green Lantern. And you're like, wait, is a space cop working yeah. with a magical guy? I go read Green Lantern. Like, Yeah. I mean, the, the, the approach of the like cinematic universe in film should be a good indication that people are interested in that concept. Yeah. And no one should do it better than comic books. Right. Like, we shouldn't be like, oh, man, I hope they like really pull it off in the DC cinematic universe. It's like... I, I would hope that DC's comics are pulling it off. I mean, Marvel's doing it <laughs> the same way they have been doing it. So whether you like it or not, they're at least pulling it off. You know what I mean? Like, literally, the villain of the new Deadpool book is Dr. Octopus. You know? Yeah. You can't get much more interconnected than an <laughs> X-Men character fighting a Spider-Man villain. You know what I mean? Like, Dark Web, there's a massive event that's right now happening. Spider-Man and the X-Men are teaming up to fight clone villains of their respective groups. Right, because they because someone was like, both of these groups are doing clones. Right. Why don't they team up and fight the clones? Like, and, like, listen, on paper, that's actually not a bad idea. Like, that's a cool concept. It could and, work and, out. Issue one's just not, not good. Issue one is <laughs> complicated. But, yeah. like, but at least they are doing it you know i think that the problem is that dc dc really like i i don't begrudge them publishing a crap load of batman books because let's say you, you like to use the pizzeria analogy if you're a pizzeria and you keep investing in like cold cuts and chicken cutlets yeah. and like and, and and calamari and the and the biggest customer base just orders pizzas or gets it by the slice. You're going to produce, you're going to mass produce pizzas because you want to make, make sure you meet demand and make sure that no one walks in here that doesn't, that wants a pizza that doesn't get one. Like nobody's coming in here and isn't getting a pizza, especially right. if they're coming here for a pizza. Now you may want to entice them and be like, yo, while you're eating that slice, would you like a cup of soup? Would you like a sandwich? Would you like some, some kind of side? And usually they're like, no, I don't because I'm, I'm, I'm not a loyal customer yet. <laughs> like, He's no, eating I the don't. pizza in his pizza. <laughs> Well, because that's all they want, right? That's what they're doing. They're consuming the product. But, like, if you want to entice them, you have to show them other product. But I understand the idea of meeting demand, but you're, like, you're exceeding demand, and you're not also advertising new product. What they should do at this point, what DC's marketing should do, I think they need to team up with Marvel. I think that Disney and whoever the hell, like Marvel and DC and the comic book industry needs to team the hell up and actually put a, put a pin in their marketing such that it is because yeah. neither of them are really working very hard right now. And instead of trying to sell the books they are putting out this week, since they're barely doing that, like just, just, just let the creators do that since that's what you're doing anyway. Yeah. They should be producing a grassroots cultural shift campaign to normalize and, and 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 disseminate western comic books to the masses like they should be who's coming up with these ideas for selling comic books the the burden of responsibility is on retailers and like comic book commentators like ourselves yes. but like the people who should be selling these things who should be normalizing culture and making people want to buy comic books should be the people making them in the first place 
Right. It shouldn't be up to me to remind to let you know that uh, I put a tweet out. Did you know Miles yeah. Morales came back? Right. And he, and he has the original suit again, which is like what they went are complaining back. about. Right. Like. <laughs> Marvel should have told you that. Benny shouldn't have told you that. But like, but Marvel and DC and Boom and Dark Horse and IDW and Image Comics, like they all need to start like putting some money and some effort into normalizing comic books in culture. If they really want to compete with manga, if they really well, want, th- to, that's the biggest to, strong suit of manga. battle. Yeah, to do that. Like, like we need to get. To, they need to normalize it to the point where we they're producing TV shows that are straight from the run, so you want to read more of it. That's the thing, right? Like, because like, the movies, the movies take the names and maybe some of the iconography. Like, look, Ant Man's on Hawkeye's arrow, but like that story isn't in the comic or isn't in the movie. Right? We're not adapting. Com- and like, DC did a great job of doing that forever, where they were like, okay, so like every year we make a an animated movie adaptation of something yeah. and then put it out there and then we get people buying it. Everyone, the, the show ended almost 20 years ago and people are still like, my favorite Justice League run is the Justice League Unlimited cartoon. Yeah. Like, people's favorite Green Lantern is the one voiced by Phil Lamar because he played him 20 years ago. Like that's, that, that means that DC has failed to, <laughs> to, sell, right. to sell Green Lantern, right? Because Hal Jordan had a run that was like multiple volumes by one of the most celebrated living comic book writers at, that, that, that DC has access to, Grant right. Morrison. And yet all it was was divisive and confusing. Because they let Grant Morrison do Grant Morrison with Green Lantern. I don't, I don't even think they cared. The, I think the problem was they were like, well, you, you had me at Grant Morrison. And just let them do whatever they want, and I will just collect the money. No, that's not how that works. You don't, like, go into business. No, no businessman in any walk of life is going to go, what you do is you set up an office, and you make the product, and then you wait for the customer to show up. (laughs) That's what we're dealing with right now. What's that? That's what we're basically dealing with at this point. Like, like they're... Go, I mean, we're just ranting about everything going on with the comic book industry. But no, but I we're really talking, do, I mean, this is specifically about the Batman thing because, like, they're selling Batman because they think that's the that's that's that, that they think that overselling Batman is a substitution for marketing, right? And when all you need to do is we go back to like four Batman books, yeah, you know, and make them all in continuity, right? Do one Elseworlds at a time, yeah. Do like we'll see White Knight, and that's the one we're talking about. Right. Then we're it, gonna do. Batman Deadly Duo. Yeah. Then we're going to do... <laughs> One after the other. That's what yeah. they used to do. If you ask any Batman fan, not a casual reader who just jumps in every once in a while, or is like, my favorite comic book is Watchmen. You know, like, just people who like Batman. What their favorite Batman run is. Or what their favorite Batman story arc is. They'll probably statistically say something like No Man's Land. Which ended almost 30 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and by the way, wh- let's let's look at the characteristics of No Man's Land. Well, it spanned about what eight Batman books, so you can't say that Batman has not been constantly pushed by DC over a sea of titles. But like, let's just say there's eight Batman titles, and they, Batman Ancillary, because it's Batman Detective, Shadow of the Bat, Dark Knight, Legend of the Dark Knight, plus like Catwoman, Nightwing, Azrael, blah 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 blah. Like you yeah. got a whole bunch of you got the Bat Family. Well, that, and the that Bat, Bat Family was in there too. They they showed off more of the Bat Family, made you want to go read more. They Bat built family. it up exactly, but it was all connected because it all had Denny O'Neill as the editor, and it was all being like coordinated and corralled into one direction. I mean, ever since Nightfall, Batman had like the, the, the marching orders was every year Batman has a 
a story. Like a big ass thing that happens to him or Gotham. Right. And he's got to deal with it. Contagion. You know, everything that happened to him leads into the next. And it's what built the audience that writes comic books today. I'm telling you, man, like there are people who are writing comic books today who read those books back then and they know that they can't achieve that because they don't have, you know, the the, the help from upstairs or the readership and the, you know, the cultural support to get it out there. Yeah. But like that's the, the, that was when it was working. And those are when people were telling those stories and they were all interconnected. The, in No Man's Land, there are a bunch of like Justice League and Superman books because like yeah. those characters came in, you know, and it but, still but, managed to be a Batman book. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what we're missing. That's where American comics do excel over the manga concept. Yeah. Because that's what makes it work, in my opinion, better than manga because you get interwoven. As much as I love manga storytelling, as much as I yeah. love the One Direction, as much as I'll sit there and I'll read 400 chapters of My Hero Academia, yeah, it, I still feel like going through, I just got through all the way through My Hero, we're still missing that. It, it is a superhero story. What about yeah. this character? What about well, this character? I'd love to see a story about Froppy, about Bakugo. Like, what? Do, they're not always around the main character. So totally. what are they doing? Well, and like, you get, the, you get the, uh, the added bonus of having nuance in your creative teams. Because not one person is writing all of Batman. So, like, you can have these really fun chapters that might, might relate only tangentially to the main story, but are written by somebody who is not the main writer and is doing something really special with Catwoman or Azrael or Robin right. or, you know, Batgirl. And, and you're getting... Like a like a a collection of stories by a collection of creatives, and you know you're, you're getting a lot more for your buck than just like one story by one person the entire time. But that that's why I'm getting I'm kind of excited about Dawn of DC because it sounds like we're getting rebirth and New Fifty Two levels of interconnectivity. I hope like, so because New, New Fifty Two. You know what hooked me on New Fifty Two? Like we can all agree New Fifty Two was a bad restart, like in general. It but was a bad I, restart, but a successful commercial endeavor. I enjoyed it. I did. Because as yeah. somebody who was just reading Batman and Green Lantern at the time, everything else seemed <laughs> imposing. It was a lot to get into, you know? Yeah. So yeah, when yeah. New Video 2 started, for me, that was, wow, I can kind of get back into comics. I have a starting point. And yeah. then they all interconnected. They were hyping up this alien war thing that never happened. They were yep. hyping up Batman with his, his individual book tying in his book. Everything yeah. was getting interconnected. It was a lot of fun. And it was fun seeing how those pieces fit together. Right. And that started to fall apart. And they did a rebirth. And yeah. we did it again. It was like, here's the one book. Look how it all goes together. Now start reading all those stories. Yeah. And that was and great. Yeah. And then Dawn of DC, I'm hoping, is that again. Because I feel like what has hurt DC the most yeah. is there has been no big overarching storyline. My biggest complaint with Dark Crisis is not what's happening in Dark Crisis. I like it. Is that it has gone on for seven months and practically nothing has happened in any book. No one is referencing it. Batman is literally on eight different adventures at this exact time. The Green yeah. Lanterns just don't exist right now. Yeah. Wonder Woman, I didn't know it was still going because Dan hasn't bought the book in six months. But it is. <laughs> literally Wonder Woman comes out tomorrow. But like, but the, the problem is they don't have the support. Like the, the issue is they're, they're, they don't support the Dark Crisis as the main thing. They're trying to hedge their bets, which is why they greenlit Flashpoint Beyond and also, like, all this other crap. Like, there's all this stuff happening at the same time and none of it feels like it matters. Right, because too many earth-shattering things are happening and don't reference each other. Yeah. Flashpoint Beyond, okay, 
should not be happening at the exact same time as Dark Crisis. Absolutely if it's, not. If they're both going to... And from the looks of things, they're both important. Yeah. Okay? Batman Beyond, Neo Gotham, should not be happening at the same time as Batman Beyond the White Knight. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. No, like... They, there, we there don't have any be. Terry McGinnis and you shoehorn him into two stories? Right? Like, like if, if you're trying to meet the quota of making, like, 11 Batman books a month or every other month, what you need to do is not make them all Elseworlds or out of continuity. I know that they're trying to do that because, like, they've noticed that, you know, well, when we when we put them into trades and put them out, they go into bookstores and they sell better because they're all, like, re, they're all they're, thinking they're about, cha- like, the aftermarket. What I think they're doing, and this is what I think they failed at, and this is the point I'm trying to make with this, yeah. they're chasing that manga formula. Yeah. Where we, we make the story, we make the book, you buy the book or you read the story. Right. It's all one start one story. We don't interconnect them. Yeah. And I and I think it's the same problem. They're taking away the wrong lesson by what yes. makes manga work. Mm-hmm. The reason manga works is not in one of the factors is ease of entry, which is single storyline, single easy entry point. Yeah. That's not the only thing that makes it work. Yeah. You know, it, 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 part of what makes it work, you can't say it's ease of entry when eight Batman things are happening at the same time. And they're not connected. Like, and they're not connected. You can't do that. The reason why My Hero works is you just go, hey, where do I start at My Hero? Volume one. Yeah. But if you go, Benny, where do I start at Batman? I go, oh, okay, are we talking about this arc? Do you want to see him do this? What Do you want to go number one to 52? Because it technically goes all the way through to now, but you could also just jump on at this point. 125 yeah. is actually a pretty great start because Chip Zdarsky kind of starts it over. But you could also, if you want to kind of get in your own world, you can go into the White Knight universe. That's like a totally separate thing. Or yeah. you could go read some fun like individuals like Killing Joke or Batman Damned or Batman yep. Noir. You don't have to go into any, like, that is the problem. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's the too much choice paradox. Yeah. It's just like, if you have too many options, rather than, like, choose anything, people will choose nothing. And then on top of that, the, it doesn't help that the entire marketing division is basically throwing up only controversial decisions, which <laughs> are going to divide your fan base. So then they assume nothing else is coming out, like Wonder Woman that I didn't even know was coming out because Dan didn't buy it, but, mm-hmm. like, the new champion is Shazam. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. Uh, Stargirl, Lost f- Children, didn't know it was a thing. Nope. Blue Beetle Graduation Day I knew about because it got promoted in the book. World's mm-hmm. Finest is just another Batman book. Yep. Uh, Batgirls I only know about because I was trying to see if Cassandra Kane has anything going on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's in it, you know. But, uh, yeah. But Catwoman no. hasn't ended. Did you know Catwoman didn't end? I, I don't care. <laughs> but we've also like, got Nubia, Queen of the Amazons. The Joker book did end. Yeah, forgivably. Is Wildcat still going? Wildcats just started. What? Wildcats I didn't literally e- started a month yeah, ago. I can guarantee you Wildcats are going to get canceled at six, and the excuse is going to be nobody was buying it because they're not interested when the fact of the matter is, like, I didn't know this started. No, and you know what they're doing? Like They're, they're just like, oh, um, Matthew Rosenberg, could you just go on a couple of podcasts and tell people that Wildcats is coming out? Like, uh, how come, uh, are you going to pay me out of the marketing budget to promote my own effing book? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's an independent book that's entirely dependent on Matthew freaking Rosenberg. There's a, there's a corporate book. He is a contractor. Yeah. You know what's even worse about this? They've made Grifter a staple of Gotham now for, like, two right. years. And I didn't know that he moved over to another book. Like, yeah. Like, th- this is what pisses me off. Because the oldest way that you used to find other books is you'd read the book, a character pops in, and then you go, what's going on with that? Yeah. I read a lot of Batman to this day, and I didn't know that the Poison Ivy book was not a limited run. Yeah. 
I thought it was a limited run that it ended. And at no point, yeah, and it's written by G. Willow Wilson, so it's not like a no-name book. Because this is one of those books that, because normally if I know a book is limited, if I know it's got four to six issues, I just wait for that to finish and read it. Yeah. Like, if you're telling me out the gate, there is no reason to read your, because you're not telling, because like when you just release a book, when you tell me, hey, we released a Poison Ivy book. Right. And I want a Poison Ivy story. I'm going to read that because I don't know it's going to end. So I want to read it as it's coming out. And then I'm going to read the story monthly, which means yeah. your sales monthly are going to do better because I'm buying it monthly. But if you come out and say, Grifter's got a six-issue run. Oh, so you're telling me it doesn't matter if I buy the Grifter book. Right. Grifter's going to end at issue six. Yeah. So I'll just wait because there's no point in buying this. And that's the pr- that's that's the biggest problem is just a lack of understanding and and communication with the reader. Like I can I can rage tweet at a creator and bait them into a debate or conversation on Twitter, but I can't get DC to acknowledge that if you don't pre-order Poison Ivy or order Poison Ivy monthly and wait for the trade only, the book is already canceled. Because you are telling the publisher that you don't want that book. And you're only boosting the trade sales, which again are not measured like they are monthly. Like, you need to know how the comic book industry works in order to actually keep the comic book industry afloat. And they're not doing a good job of demonstrating it. And the audience is sick and tired of having to do it. The The reality is the audience doesn't believe they have the responsibility to learn anything about it, know anything about it, participate in it. Every time we talk about pre-orders, their eyes glaze over or they go, you know what? That's confusing and borderline insulting to me well, as a consumer. Is it and it is. And insulting, but you're, you're, not only do they want you to pre-order the books, they don't even make that easy. They don't. They, they want you to go go to a store and pre-order, but now we can't do that at, re- at regular stores. Oh, and, 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 and what, never mind the fact that I live in the Midwest and there's 100 miles between me and the next comic book store. Yeah. So exactly how am I supposed to do my due diligence to keep comic books afloat? And it's like, the, and you know what the industry's response to that is? Pfft, they don't know. I don't, I don't have a good answer for you. Well, maybe take that team of marketing and publishing and, 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 and figure out a strategy. Yeah. Like, I, the, the Punchline book, which I kind of knew existed, yeah. has not crossed over or been referenced in anything. No. We, 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 but, but I can pick up a copy of Batman Incorporated. I can get Harley Quinn Uncovered number one. Batman and Scooby Doo Mysteries. Like, <laughs> what? What is this? Like, who like, is this? Like, scrolling for? through this. Okay, I got Wonder Woman. Customers who bought the Wonder Woman series. You got Tra- Trials of the uh, of the Amazons, Action Comics, Dark Crisis, Titans United, Dark Crisis, Dark Crisis. So anything. The only th- the, the <laughs> only commonality is Dark Crisis, which yeah. should be the case because that's the book that should get all DC fans. Right, but it's not because it's not interconnected. Like the new <laughs> champion of Shazam doesn't even reference the fact that Mary Marvel's in Dark Crisis. Yeah. The Superman book doesn't even seem to reference that he's died in Dark Crisis. Nope. The Wonder Woman book does. It's got her own thing going. She's got her own trial. I think the trial's over, but yeah. still, like his own thing going on. Yeah, and then there was went. complaints that what's her name Yara Flora Nubia couldn't sell books. I didn't know the books existed until you told me they were being canceled. Yeah, no, you have to be. <laughs> I like... found out. I knew Yara Flora was going on, and that was it. And then like, 
and I saw I saw a tweet from DC or whatever, like the the publishing side, not the other side, but like yeah. what's going on. Like they're canceling the books and cutting off Nubia and Yard Floor and the trials of the Amazon. And I'm like, I barely knew any of this was a thing. Yeah. Oh, this has just turned into just what twenty minutes of ranting. Thirty four minutes of just ranting. This is just. Salad Benny just rant for an absolute comics episode for 35 <laughs> minutes about what we dislike and the problems with the DC Comics world. It's, I, I, I don't dismiss it. I don't think that it is unproductive because it is highlighting an issue that I think either people are feeling and not talking about or constantly screaming into the wind that needs to be addressed, which is that, yeah. like, there are systemic issues in the industry that can be fixed with, like, logic and time and they're just not. And it's like, and instead of, it's the worst. It's the Jack and Jill effect, where it's like, instead of the, a funny thing happening, nothing happens. Like, it's, instead of correcting an issue, or addressing an issue, or identifying an issue, they do nothing. I and said, then they I, keep expecting something to happen. I, I, I still, I stand by my opening statement of this whole thing. The strongest thing that American comics can bring to the table that isn't in its competitors. Right. It's the reason why indie books don't hit the levels of DC and Marvel. Yeah. It's because they don't have that massive interconnected thing. Even if you're only doing minor interconnected, we yeah. as fans want to be able to look at everything going on and fit it together as a puzzle piece. Right. And right now, you literally cannot do that because I don't even know what's in canon with Batman right now. No. Half of them are flagged Black Label. Half of them are flagged Batman. Half of them are flagged as Elseworlds. I don't know what you're doing right. with anything. And the only event you have going on, you're every other book's ignoring. Yeah. Like, and, why and, and isn't there a punchline single issue tie-in where she gets word Batman died? Right. After yeah. everything that happened between her and Batman and is, like, yeah. trying to figure out what to do. Why is there not a single issue? Not Worlds Without the Justice League. That's, like, a whole different thing. That, that's not a tie-in. No. Why why is the only superhero tie-in that I know of is the Flash? The Flash right. went in and did it. Yeah. The Young Justice one looks like the writer just halfway through forgot what they were writing. There's no there's no one-off Green Arrow book. There's no one like I don't think Wonder Woman even mentioned it in her story, although I wouldn't no. know cuz Dan didn't buy it for 6 months. <laughs> we're getting like Dark Crisis tie-ins. Like the book ended. The book literally ends tomorrow and yeah. tomorrow we're getting Dark Crisis Big Bang number 1. Excuse me, but that ship has sailed. <laughs> but, like, this is my point. Like, it's the biggest event right now, and we didn't just run a bunch of one-offs. Like, the Nightwing book, which is incredible, did not even reference at any point. At no. any point. And I love Top Tales writing, but what the hell? Yeah. That Nightwing is, like, the lead of the DC Universe now. I know. Like, I the know. image is like, I am Nightwing. And, like, it's like, What? Yeah, and he's like, and he's living in an apartment with like dog shit on the floor. <laughs> I mean, like, 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 I just looked at the most recent issue. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. he he ate his his Nintendo Switch was eaten by the dog, <laughs> and also he's like the Jesus of the DC universe, right? Like, how is that not connected? How is we we have we are doing a Tim Drake Robin book, which means we have Robin on a title, but there's not a Robin tie-in no. to Dark Crisis. Not even not even a Damien tie-in to go with it. Because I think they just ended that book. I don't that think book they just did, stopped. Yeah. Like once Joshua Williamson left that book, they were like, we're done. Yeah. Like you could do a Batman Urban Legends Dark Crisis tie-in and just have all of the Bat family's reactions yeah. to the supposed pat like literally three issues, and yeah. you could just do 
five characters a book, well, and we don't have that. Remember when Death Metal came out, and during the coronavirus break, uh, lockdowns, they also like generated a crapload of tie-ins that tied in with it that gave you like. What do the Titans think about the death metal? What, are the, what, what do you? Th- what does Superboy Prime think of the death metal? You know, like everybody yeah. got some kind of a, 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 a an opinion. It, Constantine had his own fight with himself in yes. death metal, tied in over there, and it, everything got a thing. Now it could be because maybe death metal was the straw that broke the camel's back when it came to the audiences going like, "I'm I'm done with your massive events and your interconnected universe and your well, bullshit." I think the problem with death metal is take on it because like Dark Knight's metal worked. Right. Death metal was like a we just need to sell books during COVID. Yeah. Because you remember remember we talked about this. Death metal started with a very clean plan. It sure did. And then suddenly every week was death metal, death metal, death metal, death metal, death yep. metal, death metal. Yep. And I think the problem was instead of quality, DC was like we just want quantity right now. Give I mean, us honestly, anything that'll work for death metal. But the tie-ins were terrible. Like it wasn't like there are worse books coming out right now from DC that in any way relate to certain things like Dark Crisis than any of the Death Metal tie-ins. I would argue some yeah. of the Death Metal tie-ins are better than Death Metal. <laughs> and yet, nothing. Anyway. That's, that's my problem with Dark Crisis, which also made me realize, like, we're just, they just want Batman, a non-connected Batman stories. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Like, I'm a Green Lantern fan. I have a Green Lantern tattoo. I have a Flash tattoo. Like, the Flash Where are they? What are they yeah. doing? Flash is barely struggling, and you know, I know it exists, and I'm telling you, and I've actually gotten really good. Bet you didn't know that because they aren't telling you the book even exists. No, no, no. And and by the way, like you know, the worst of it is, you know, they're like, what's their solution? What's their what's their solution to to disseminating information like that? Like, how would let's say you're DC Comics? How do you tell the audience that Flash is good? What do you do? Have them appear in a Batman book since you have 30 of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you, 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 you tell... If, uh, your biggest, if your biggest way to market is using the other comics... Is it? Because like, it certainly isn't... Like, who, who's writing Flash right now? Uh, Jeremy Adams, I think. Okay. You're not going to put Jeremy Adams on a podcast, right? Like, is that... Like, what no, is no, that? no. But what I'm saying is a, time and tr- 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 uh, a tried and true method for comic book marketing yes. has been the crossover or right. putting the ad in the other books. Totally. So why are we not do like why is there not an issue? Because right now it's Wally West. It's a big shakeup for Flash. Yeah. Why is there not an urban legend story where the Flash runs in? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, now I did drop urban legends at like ten because I was just kind of like, where the hell is any of this going? Well, it's just like uh, it doesn't matter. I don't care. But yeah, but like it's, it's like it's basically urban legends turned into if I have time in the week, I'll also read urban legends. Right. I just never had time to read urban legends. No. Of so, not. but why is there? Okay, better example. Batman itself has got its own trajectory. Why is there not a Detective Comics? Two-issue story. Wally yeah. runs in and works with Batman. The button yeah. sold like gangbusters, so don't tell me a Flash Batman story is not going to sell. That's true. That's true. And the, <laughs> button, the button, I am convinced, is just a stopgap because of the delays in Doomsday Clock, and it's basically just an ad for Doomsday Clock. Like, the button all it shouldn't is. It's have just, existed. It's a Batman Flash adventure. That's yeah. all it is. So why yeah. is that not a thing? Yeah. I don't know. Wally showed up in Nightwing temporarily. He like, was in Nightwing. There. He was in Nightwing. But did it say, on sale now? Like, was there anything that said, you know, it's just Tom Taylor knows that Wally and Dick know each other. Okay, great. There was no proper crossover for it to work. Right. How do I know what's happening in the the latest Flash? How do I know there is a latest Flash? That's that's your homework for tonight, DC Comics. Figure (laughs) out how to sell these books 
Marvel's not doing much better. I'm not like uh, you know. I don't want to look like we're just we're just. But like DC is doing it. DC's so much, the most egregious. right DC's now. DC's doing problem. it so much more publicly and embarrassingly. Like yeah. Marvel, at least the events are coming out with the logos on them. The logos are gar like you know, the dark web logo. Ugh. But it's but like dark web came out what last week. Spider Man dark web out. X-Men, Dark Web, out. Like, yeah. boom, 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 boom. And there's a checklist, and we know what's coming out. And I guarantee you there'll be crossover in the X-Men books like that have any co- uh, coordination. Now, it doesn't hurt that also Zeb Wells wrote for Hellions and was part of the X-Men offices. So he knows yeah. where it's going. Sorry, sorry, guys, this turned into 40 minutes of us ranting. If you didn't want this, I'm I think I'll just title this Benny and Sal rant about the comic book industry for I think that sells it short, but okay. What do you what do you want to what do you want to, what do you title? I, I don't I don't know, but you know that's I'm just I'm just saying I don't I, I don't want to think that I wasted two hours just doing this. <laughs> uh, I'm putting it out. It's gonna be a video. All right. Be, yeah, don't worry about that. This is the All actual right, comics of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a title because yeah. what do I title this? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Dan. Dan knows what's up. Yeah. All right, guys. Th- thank you for joining this I- impromptu episode of Absolute Comics. My name is Benny. That is Sal. You can catch us every week right here talking about what's going on in the comic book industry. We just vented our frustrations, I guess, for the last 45 minutes. Um, I like talks like this with Sal. But don't forget to check out our sponsors. Uh, you can go to Gamer Sups. You can get yourself waifu cups. You can get yourself some awesome energy drinks, some sus bars. Or you can go to uh, Into the AM. Get yourself some of these really soft shirts. They come with regular brands. They come with cool designs. You can get all of it. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time right here.